Well, good morning to whoever just joined the call. Sorry, just realized it was time and I needed to get the call started. This is Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. Welcome you to this wonderful day, the 26th of May. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on Sound, S-O-U-N-D, Cloud, C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, TR90, or Solutions to Digit Horror, Anti-Aging, and these calls will pop up either on SoundCloud or any other podcast service you might be listening to. Might to listen to. If you're listening to this as a podcast, <clears throat> you can pick us up live at 6:40 Pacific Time, 7:40 Mountain Time, 8:40 Texas Central Time, and 9:40 East Coast Time at 712-775-8972. And when it asks for the code, put in 910022. Thrilled to have you along with us. As I said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise. And I'm always looking for things that will help support our TR90 lifestyle. So that TR90 program when you are first starting out is one really good lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And if you heard Frank yesterday, he was saying that it was 1,515 hashtag no days off, where both he and Jennifer had worked out. Um, so really important to keep that to keep moving because that's what helps keep us young. Staying hydrated. So if you're exercising moderately to heavily, you, if you're exercising heavily, you can lose up to a quart of body fluids in an hour. So they suggest that when you're working out that heavily to make sure that you're drinking at least eight ounces of water every 15 to 30 minutes. person should be, if they weigh about 100 pounds, should be drinking about 50 ounces of water daily, adjusting for either your physical activity or if it's really humid where you're at. Making sure to also, um, you know, mostly water. Water is your best choice when it comes to staying hydrated. And the current thinking is that one ounce for every two pounds you weigh. Getting seven to nine hours of good quality rest a night is also really key. It helps um, clear a lot of toxins and things out of your system because your body does system resets while you're sleeping. But um, a good sleep actually helps you make better decisions and it's really good for brain health as well. And if you're not where you're at, then think about going to bed 15 minutes earlier but getting up at the same time you normally get up until your body adjusts to that and keep bumping it up earlier until you get to the number of hours you need to be at. So in seven to nine uh, no, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day is another key thing that goes into the TR90 lifestyle. Um, that gives you micronutrients, macronutrients, and it also gives you lots of fiber. Fiber he- keeps things moving through your digestive system so that there's not other problems caused by stuff staying stagnant one place or another. 
And guys, that means you should be getting about 45 grams of fiber. And ladies, we should be getting about 40 grams of fiber. So with that being said, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm always looking for things to help share with us that help support that TR90 lifestyle. So today I'm sharing out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style. Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. Um, this, My particular copy of the book was published in 2006, but it just has a wealth of really good information um, that explains really some of the science behind what the TR90 lifestyle is set up to be. Also, remembering to take those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before your meals if you can. If not, take them with your meals because they'll still work. It's just that they work a little bit better if they're on in your system when the nutrition starts coming. So today, uh, I am sharing with you about why we should be eating our greens. One of the great delights of the spring season is the approach of the supermarkets and farmers markets and the first greens of the season. After many months of eating vegetables of the winter, like cabbage, rutabaga, carrots, without their are not which are not without their charms, of course, we finally begin to begin to see those rich greens of a new season, offering a change and a nutritional jump start from the doldrums of winter. Greens are so rich in crucial nutrients that they have indeed earned their reputation as tonics. They abound in carotenoids and vitamin C, as well as folate, iron, calcium, fiber. They are truly essential to a healthy diet and a vibrant health style. Shard, kale, and spinach are more commonly found in many markets, and but many markets feature unusual or tempting varieties such as dandelions, pea shoots, watercress, mustard, purple broccoli, baby bok choy, and a host of others. Most can be added to a salad or lightly sauteed with extra virgin olive oil and minced garlic clove. Here are some tips when you're looking for your greens. Look for fresh-looking, fresh-smelling greens. Avoid any that are yellowed or browned and avoid any that are slimy or wilting greens. Refrigerate your greens and keep them moist but not wet. Roll greens lightly in a damp paper towel and store in a bundle in a plastic bag with holes punched into it so that the humidity doesn't promote spoilage in the refrigerator. Don't wash greens until just before using. Some greens are bitter, others are strongly flavored, and some are surprisingly change from the usual bland winter lettuces. Some folks, especially children, like their greens with a little added flavor. And here are three quick preparations for making that those greens more appealing. The first one is you take two tablespoons of reduced soy, sodium soy, soy sauce, or you could use um, two tablespoons of amino acids also. One tablespoon of rice vinegar, one tablespoon of toasted sesame oil, one a teaspoon of honey, preferably buckwheat honey if you have it. If not, any honey will do. Two teaspoons of freshly minced ginger, and one clove of small clove of minced garlic, and one teaspoon of grated orange or lemon rind. 
Toss these ingredients with the cooked greens, such as kale, spinach, chard, or broccoli, and it'll make a delightful little dressing for it. Another one is blend a quarter cup of peanut butter, soy butter, or almond butter with two tablespoons of hot green tea. And you'll see why the hot green tea here in just a second. You, to this, you add one tablespoon of reduced sodium soy sauce. Again, you can use those amino acids. One teaspoon of honey, preferably buckwheat honey if you have it. One tablespoon of lime juice. One small clove of minced garlic and a dash of crushed red pepper flakes if desired. And you can use this dressing for any cooked greens. The third one is a quarter cup of balsamic vinegar, a tablespoon of chopped shallots, heat in a small saucepan over medium heat until syrupy. Remove from the heat, add two tablespoons of raisins or dried cranberries and a tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil and toss with the cooked Swiss chard, kale, or spinach. So those are some thoughts for you as far as um, different dressings you can use. And I also shared spinach with you the last time as well. Well, here are the lutein all-stars, and that lutein and zeaxanthin are two of the things that are really pop, really high in both, um, in all the greens. But for the lutein, a cup of cooked kale has 23 milligrams of lutein. A cup of cooked spinach has 20.4 milligrams. One cup cooked collards has 14 milligrams. A cup of cooked turnip greens has 12 milligrams. One cup of cooked green peas has 4 milligrams. One cup of raw spinach has 3.7 grams. So cooking your spinach actually increases it by 17 grams, just um, milligrams. And one cup of cooked broccoli has 2 milligrams. Now the zeaxanthin all-stars, these are the ones that have lots of zeaxanthin in them. That medium orange bell pepper has 6 milligrams. A cup of canned sweet yellow corn has just under a gram, a milligram. One raw Japanese precision has 0.8 milligrams. One cup of degermed cornmeal has 0.7 milligrams. So spinach is a powerful ally in fighting against cancer, and a number of studies have shown an inverse relation between Spinach consumption in almost any type of cancer, researchers believe it's the rich supply of vitamins, minerals, and omega-3 fatty acids, antioxidants, and phytonutrients that do the job. For example, spinach and its sidekicks offer rich supplies of glutathione and alpha-lipoic acid, two crucial antioxidants. These substances are manufactured in the body, but our ability to produce them subsides as we age. That's when spinach can make an important contribution with its ready-made supply of both the glutathione and the alpha-lipoic acid. In addition to these antioxidants, spinach supplies the carotenoids, lutein, zeaxanthin, and beta-carotene that play an important role in our body's anti-cancer defense systems. In addition to significant 
significant contributions to the promotion of eye health and the prevention of cancer. Spinach and its sidekicks also promote cardiovascular health. The supply of vitamin C, beta carotene, and other nutrients in spinach work together to prevent oxidized cholesterol from building up in the blood vessel walls. We can't forget about the fabulous folate in spinach. Folate is an important contributor to heart health as it works along with the B6 and with betaine to lower serum levels of the dangerous amino acid homocysteine. We are learning more every day about the dangers of homocysteine and its association with heart disease, stroke, osteoporosis, and age-related cognitive decline. Finally, we must remember that the potassium and magnesium in spinach also make significant contributions to heart health. Both work to lower blood pressure and the risk of cardiovascular disease and stroke. So spinach in the kitchen, well, we are finally fortunate to be able to buy fresh spinach in so many convenient forms. Perhaps the quickest and easiest are the bags of pre-washed baby lettuce, which can simply be microwave bag and all. They take just a minute or two to prepare, add a squeeze of lemon juice, a drizzle of extra virgin olive oil, and you've got a side dish. Spinach can also be eaten raw in salads. Buy bagged greens carefully, checking for expiration dates, and some can be can deteriorate quickly. Check for any dark, soggy leaves. This means the greens are past their prime. Fresh, loose spinach is widely available, too, and is always a good choice. Oh, on the prepackaged spinach, if you get the ones where it looks like um, the, all, the air has been sucked out of them, that's going to be your fresher ones because they're, um, when they start getting, it looks like they've got air in there, it's the gas that's causing it to ripen, and that means it's already beginning to deteriorate. So that's just the extra side note from me. Fresh, loose lettuce is widely available, too, as it's always a good choice. Be sure to check for fresh, sweet-smelling leaves. Spinach will only keep for two or three days in the fridge, so plan accordingly. Don't wash loose spinach until ready to serve. Loose spinach can be quite sandy, so wash it carefully in a few changes of cold water. So now here's a few tips on how to get spinach into your life. Hot steamed spinach is a good, st- is a good side dish, but it's also great cold. Dr. Pratt always makes extra and he eats some for lunch with a drizzle of soy dressing or lemon juice. Add spinach and its sidekicks to salads regularly. Add greens to soups and casseroles. Dress up steamed or sautéed greens with a sprinkle of toasted sesame seeds or pine nuts. Use spinach in place of lettuce in your sandwiches. And here's a thought for braised spinach with roasted cherry tomatoes. This is a Southern superfood fan, Lorna Wyckoff favorite, who mentions that as a transplanted northerner, she learned to love her greens. Try this with mustard greens, collard, or collards, kale, or Swiss chard. Preheat the broiler, arrange eight ounces of organic cherry tomatoes and two cloves of minced garlic on a foil-lined baking sheet. Drizzle with olive oil and salt and pepper. Broil turning with a spatula every couple of minutes until the tomatoes are browned but not burnt. 
Heat one teaspoon of extra virgin olive oil in a large skillet over medium heat. Add a diced large shallot and saute. Add a bag of baby organic spinach leaves, rinsed but not dried. A pinch of red pepper flakes, which is optional. When the spinach is just about wilted, add the roasted tomatoes and garlic and cook for another minute. And if you like kale chips, well, this next recipe is for you. Preheat the oven to 350. Trim up a bunch of kale into bite-sized pizzas. Spread it on an aluminum foil-lined baking sheet, lightly sprayed with extra virgin olive oil. Bake for 15 to 20 minutes, stirring every 5 minutes or so. Sprinkle lightly with seasoned salt, garlic powder, or any spice that you prefer. And something else, uh, greens, is if you're looking at some of the things that Dr. Joel Furman has recommended, and he's another nutritionist, considers himself a nutrarian, um, he recommends G-bombs, which is greens, onions, mushrooms, beans, berries, and, uh, yeah, greens, berries, uh, ber- no, green, <laughs> let me think. G-bombs is your greens, your beans, your onions, your mushrooms, your berries and seeds, which include all of the various different seeds, making sure to get plenty of servings of those things every single day because those are really the nutrition-packed things. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. If at the top of the hour you want to move over to Facebook One Team Global Live and listen to one of our leaders share how to build a new skin business, you can certainly do that. And tomorrow we have Victoria up with one of her wonderful meditations to get our weekend off to a fabulous start. This is Susan Mann, May 26, 2022, signing out. So more reasons to eat those greens, my friends. Yes, and are you going to be going to school today? Are you teaching? No, I I am taking the day sort of off. <laughs> I am tutoring, but that's probably the only thing I'm doing today. So, and oh maybe seeing coffee later today. <laughs> oh wow! I've been thinking about you in the school, and I'm just hoping that you're in a safe a safe school. It's kind of scary, but I you were my first thought when all this Texas stuff, horrible stuff I, started. I I know, and I've, I've been thinking about that as I've been going about this week because my poppy's dad mentioned something. He says, I don't know how you do it. He says, I don't know how you walk back into the school. And I said, well, I've been, I've been in a couple of lockdowns that have been real, and I'm just going, okay. So this is what we do. This is why we train fairly regularly so the kids know what they're supposed to do. That, okay. um, that's, that's something that's been going on for years. And I think the first lock, lockdown that I had to sit, I had kindergartners just for the afternoon, and it wasn't long after I walked into the classroom that everything was locked down, so I gathered them all in a safe spot. I sat and read to them very quietly, but they've changed the rules for some of the lockdowns now. So there's certain things we can do and certain things we can't do, but they did catch whoever it was, and it was fine. Um, The other one, it was another case of something like that had happened, that somebody with a gun was in the area, and it had been called in. So 
Yeah, it's it can be kind of dicey. It's part of the reason why I took karate for 19 years. So if something oh, wow. oh, happens... Good for you. Well, you know, I know what I can do. I know how to assess the situation and determine what's where best to get them scooted off to. So that always helps too. So, you know, I, I'm not without tools. <laughs> well, I'm feeling much better now because I started thinking about, oh, my God, Susan's in those schools and and do they have a front lock door? And I remember when my grandkids were in Florida and you had to go, if you were a not a, a parent, you know, you had to go to the front desk, you had to give them your driver's license, they kept your driver's license until you left the school. You had to come ah. back and get your driver's license to make sure that you were gone. Wow. So we uh, they so haven't yeah, gone they haven't, ago. they haven't gone quite that extreme here yet, but um the buildings are locked and when they come in they they have to be buzzed in by the school secretary who has oh, an good. eyeball on them with a camera. So it's like, and then they show up at the office, they have to sign in, they, they're given a visitor's or a volunteer's badge, depending on, you know, what they're doing. Um, but because of the lockdown, even that's been severely restricted. Some schools haven't been letting any volunteers in. So as the lockdown is kind of starting to lift a little bit, there's been a few more people about but. um they always they always have to check in with the office and they always have to have a tag. And then anytime right. we have the kids out at recess or whatever, we have a badge that gets us back into the building through different doors depending on where we're at. So Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's just really you know, when you I I was thinking I don't have I have nieces, great nieces and nephews in elementary school, but Hayden's in high school. But you know, you still have to go to the front desk. You have to be buzzed in. Um, it's scary. It's very scary. And, you know, short of getting the NRA to agree to let the laws pass about no huge magazines and automatic weapons to be sold, I don't know that things are going to change much. That's, I, In my opinion, that's what I think needs to happen. Because nobody needs an automatic weapon as a civilian, truly. So that's my opinion, and I'm just laying it out there. People can have handguns. That's not a problem. It's just that automatic weapons and rifles really should not, um, especially if they can load multiple magazines and stuff, there's really no need for that. So, oh, well, sorry. That was my soapbox. <laughs> That's okay. That's your that's your venue. Um, you know, you're entitled to feel how you feel because you're more vulnerable than me. I don't I mean I don't go to the I go to the high school and I sit in the car and wait for Hayden to come out of the gym. So that's my you know, that's as close as I get, but it's it's a very scary time for for parents and yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Remember when when we had the 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 Russian when we had to get under our desk? I don't think you're old enough to remember that. Oh yes, I remember the civil air defense drills. Yep. Yeah. 
And, oh, yeah. and some of those, some of those they have rolled into like the earth earthquake drills and that, that we do the same things in that event as well. So oh, there's, really? we're still we we still drill on that two or three times a year for that specific um, thing. That we have a drill at least once a month. So the kids, it's never far from the kids' mind, which I kind of feel bad about. But on the other hand, sometimes they don't even tell the subs that it's happening or the teachers that it's happening. And we've had fire drills five minutes before the end of the day, which is, I will tell you, not a good time to have it because the kids oh. are going to act up because it's supposed to go on home time and right. it's not good. <laughs> so Well, you just be careful in mind. That's all. And I'm glad well, you're a I, karate person. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel, this girl has got it together. <laughs> well, I like to think that I do, but I definitely pay attention to what's going on around me, even if it doesn't look like I am, so I can be prepared. So, And, and that's a lot of it is just being aware of your surroundings, and if something feels off, making sure to get, out of the way of whatever it is that does not feel off so or feels off so that you're being safe. But better to be smart and alive. So there I am. <laughs> well, good. All right. Well, I'll be on tomorrow to give us some relaxation so that we go into our weekend. This weekend uh, we're walking the seven miles for Carry the Load in the honor of Memorial Day and at all those men that and women that gave their lives during World War One too and yeah, it's it's right here in um Cabajon Park, which is a beautiful, beautiful park uh here in Dallas. So we'll be doing that. So we'll get everybody all ready for the weekend. So you'll be calm and and able to enjoy and kind of keep yourself focused. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm going to scoot off because, like I said, I do have tutoring this morning, and I want to make sure I'm prepared for my little tutor E. <laughs> He's had a little bit of a hiatus. <laughs> you have a good day, too. Take care, one and all. Okay, bye.